0: What's the best thing about retirement? Having a beer on a Friday night. Oh, how good is it? I enjoyed having a laugh with the lads and training and that. Like, the Saturdays I, d- I don't miss at all if I'm honest with you. Yeah, I'm with you, mate. From the moment he first trained with us, I just thought, oh my god, like he's gotta retire me soon. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Gerard run through late doors and smash one Greeny <laughs> come in after. he's like I said, why don't we shoot like that? <laughs> <laughs> he, he nearly took my hand off. <laughs> Me and Scotty Parker asked him to come out of retirement. <laughs> Genuinely. Genuinely. Yeah, so, no, seriously. We were sitting there eating lunch one day. I was like, Franco, why don't you just like... Just beat like come on for 20 minutes. Yeah. He's whipped my husband past Hardy. <laughs> and he's gone, Put a hearty one day, son. Oh. And Hardy went, Dex you say that again, I'm gonna beat the <laughs> <you."> <laughs> Dex took off down <laughs> the tunnel. He chased him the whole way around London Stadium, like all windows. No. Yeah, he'd say to you, right, win today, you see you Thursday. Oh. But <sighs> then if you lost, we lost against Arsenal once, it'd get on and you'd go, <laughs> you going to be funny, yeah? See you at half six in the morning. Cause you're gonna watch the <laughs> just watch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the FOSCast. We are on the road again today. We are at the West Ham Academy training grounds. We are talking to somebody who is... Fair to say, he's a bit of a Premier League legend, isn't Not he? Not a
1: bit of a Premier League legend, a massive Premier League legend.
2: Massive Premier League legend, 550 club appearances, a true one-club man. It's
0: Mr. West Ham, Mark Noble. How are you, mate? Lean forward. Uh, I'm really well, thank you. Yeah, good. Yeah? Yeah, nice. How's retirement treating you? Uh, it was, uh, well, since I finished in May, uh, I had sort of eight months on holiday. Oh, When I say holiday, I mean... Back and forward, because kids' school, um, but it was incredible. Yeah, um, Yeah. and then started back here on the 1st of January. So, quick question then, what's the best thing about retirement? Uh, having a beer on a Friday night. Oh, how good is it? Genuinely, <laughs> yeah, what, how good is it? Do you know what? The first, the actual first couple of months, because you have, uh, as you know, you have, as soon as the f- season finishes, I are retired, you have, all the boys are off anyway, so mm. everyone's in the, it, yeah, 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 exactly. in the same boat. Yeah, exactly. boat. And then I thought oh, it's going to be a real test for me when they go back in, um, and, and you start seeing the preseason videos and all that. And I remember lying around the pool, thinking, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, and I and I and I thought I would. I don't know how you felt, but for me, it was more. Uh, I enjoyed having a laugh with the lads and training and that. I, on the, set, the Saturdays, I, I don't miss it at all if I'm honest with you. Yeah, I'm with you, mate. I'm exactly... Like. Every, I think everybody has this common misconception that the match day thing
2: is, like, the big thing, isn't it? Mm. As I got a bit older, it was just... That was the thing that was getting in the way the most, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah. All the stress
2: and the strains from it, especially...
0: Correct. Because it was... For me, it was like... Especially because I love the club so much and I, I've been here all my life, that everywhere I went whether it was in a petrol station going to watch my boy play having food going for a coffee where I live within 10 minutes I'd end up talking about West Ham and now yeah. we got on on the weekend so I mean I still do that now but when um, when you win a game whether it's against City United whoever it's against you come in after in the game you're over the moon you're buzzing that lasts for about 10 minutes yeah. When I, at the end of my career it lasted for about 10 minutes so I'm thinking God, we need to win on Saturday we need to win on Tuesday in Europe next one or, next one next yeah one. and it was just like you can't really enjoy it anymore, you know the um, the emotion. You sort of um, and and I was extremely lucky in my last two years to have two European campaigns and um, and uh, and such a good two seasons that um, it ended nicely for me. Do you think? Do you think those last? You know, especially
2: last year against the semi final Europa. Do you think that's kind of what took its toll on you a little bit is the constant relentless game sort of, you know what I mean, Sunday, Thursday, Saturday, Wednesday,
0: like every single week? Uh, it was, to be honest, because it was, how do I say this? I mean, I didn't play as many games, yeah. which I was totally comfortable with. Like it, there was a a moment when we come back out of lockdown and um, for that for that three or four months, I was on Zooms and all that, all that stuff for like, Hours a day, and I was at times I was thinking like, do you know what? I've had enough of this. Like yeah. I can't do this anymore.
2: Well, because you're the captain and you're doing Correct. all that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, done all that stuff. And then um, come back and we we had an incredible um, run, and we stayed up, and it was great. And then we got into Europe, and then we got into Europe again. And that constant travelling, and but we had such a good group of players, you yeah. know, like such a good core of players of, um, and we'd come back on from European games on a Thursday night, land at. at it and we'd be in a hotel uh in Stratford and we'd um we'd order a delivery to the hotel and yeah. all sit round and talk about nice, it, like, yeah, having yeah. a laugh you know like yeah, and have yeah. a couple of drinks and then um and then we'd end up going and win on on the Sunday in the Premier League so it was like it was just a great season to end on.
2: I think people regardless of whether you're playing or not people don't realize that even if you're not playing it's probably harder sometimes isn't it because you've got to do all that travelling all that preparation yeah. but then you ain't got the little, like the little buzz at the end of it do you know what yeah, I mean correct. The, the yeah. bit that kind of, that's what you train for
0: and there was times like, um, in, especially in Europe not so much in the Premier League games but especially in Europe where like Leon away and uh, Seville and where we was up and a lot of the times the manager would use me 20 minutes to the, the end for like a bit of experience and to try and come on and, and settle the game down but like three new up, Leon away, I was like to Kevin. I was like, "Geez, get the gaffer to get me on, please!" Like, <laughs> I just w- wanted to get on the pitch so yeah, bad yeah, yeah. because we was three new up. There was no pressure. I wanted it's to be yeah, a part of nicest, it. You know what I yeah. mean? You don't get many of them, do you? No, you don't, especially in Europe, of course. And uh, yeah, special, special, special memories. That was an incredible
1: run, wasn't it? Ah, oh, it was. It was it, honestly,
0: it was the, the uh, and with with Jan Malenko scoring with everything that was going on in, in Ukraine, and obviously um, with him scoring the winner in that Seville game and being, uh, and getting on the pitch, it was like... It was, it was if only you could have got past Frankfurt,
2: you'd have battered Rangers in the final anyway.
1: When you, like, obviously coming to the end, I mean, this is something which I think you were just ready, weren't you? Ready to retire. And I think, um, obviously, people know football is playing at the best level, highest level Premier League. You get paid well, it's a good life. But at the same point, it's 20, 25 years of... Christ- missing Christmases, Easter's, birthdays, and, and that can't be overlooked, right? Because that's the most yeah. important thing.
0: But then if you, like, uh, I'd always have a laugh with my mates from school that like I've got a close, close group of mates and they'd like, I've missed Christmas for your wages, Mark, so don't fucking moan about it. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, and, and obviously, you get no pity. No, you, yeah, you, no you, you, have a, you have a trade-off and you have a bit of a laugh, but, um, especially when you have kids, it's harder, you know, yeah. like because they don't quite understand, especially like, um, that you've you've got to go on Christmas Day and you don't get New Year's Eve and you don't get their birthdays yeah, yeah. and I summer holidays. This is know? the
2: thing that I noticed it is, it I wasn't until I retired that I noticed how unsociable football really is, the amount of stuff that you actually miss out on. Like this weekend, just take this weekend for example, I went at the, the snooker club, went at my dad's snooker club with my dad, with my mates, with my son. We're up there just chilling, watching the football, playing a bit of cards, playing a bit of snooker, and I'm thinking, this is gold. Like, yeah, it's absolute yeah. heaven. No yeah. pressure, no stress, no nothing. Um, that's the, my best bit anyway yeah. before we get into the actual podcast we're going to start in a second um, just massive shout out to uh, London Football Awards because um, they're the guys that basically made this all possible today um, and because Mark has won it, do you know you've won this award by the way I'm, <laughs> this is a secret I'm not like spoiling no, no, or anything I, I know, no yeah. no, what, no someone told me yeah. what is the award to
1: Outstanding Contribution to London Football
2: Boom! So these go, these mate. are
1: London football awards. You've actually won a couple in, in your time, haven't you? Goalkeeper, yeah. goalkeeper of the ones, year, yeah. London goalkeeper of the year twice. So it's uh, they're founded uh, by Bob Wilson in aid of his charity Willow. Yeah. Um, March the thirteenth, the Willow um, Foundation. Um, yeah. Is, so it's a red red carpet event. Foot legend, football legends are going to be there. So we'll put a link down below um, for tickets. Um, it's a but, banging event as well. Yeah, it is it's a very good event. It's a, and it's a nice award to get, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Like, really honoured to uh, to get that. It was. Uh, bit of a surprise to me when it when it come because um you don't you don't you don't play football really to to get that sort of award yeah. you play because we love it and um yeah to, to, to enjoy that with my family the kids and all that would be really nice yeah, yeah all good right then. Out.
2: <laughs> well listen to this so this morning um a friend of ours Craig Dawson um who we still want to get on the FOSCast, by the way Dawson Common geese so
1: I he's time for wolves now. He's a they're the scores at the
2: week, scores at the weekend to what be honest, guy? I'm
0: not sure you want him on No, no. he ain't got much I don't, as he's dead anyway
2: i i do you know what actually i do actually trust his opinion on a few things though so i'll give him a little ring this morning i went Dawson right we got Mark on the uh on the podcast this afternoon just give me Give me a bit of juicy gossip. Yeah, give me something. Like, nothing. Absolutely zilcho. No stories to tell. I'm like, well, he's a good lad, though, yeah, at least. He's a good... He was, yeah, he's brilliant. What a lad. Like, brilliant, top. He's absolutely top. And I was like, you got nothing for me, no? Yeah, but there's
1: a reason why he he said nothing, isn't there?
2: No, because there's nothing, because he's a good lad. So he, he said, basically, all right, he goes... um, just try and give him some grief for his hairline and say that it's worse than mine. That's the only thing he could
0: say to me. And that, he's, that's and how you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's how you know he's he obviously he, his hair is struggling. He's been like that for
2: about ten years. Now, I know. I you know. know. Ten years. Know. You know now. Even but, at West Brom.
0: Do you know what with Dulse, um Actually, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I don't think he would be shy of me telling when 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 he left and we everyone knew uh, that he, he wanted to go and back, spend more time yep. with family and stuff and. Um, when he come to us he, he I think he come as sort of a backup centre half yeah. like in truth and what he done in the last two years he yeah. become a, like an icon at West hey, Ham he, you know? did? this is this did thing like, about honestly, Dorf, right? he's a bit of an enigma Dorses right
2: because he he always ends up getting bought for a, a few mil as a backup and then getting into the team he'll score your goals yeah, he'll defend yeah, yeah. it at I the know. other end yeah. and then he's like becomes like you say yeah.
1: a bit of a court hero it's when yeah. Doesn't yeah. you because no with the greatest respect you don't pay as a football fan, too much attention to um, a kind of English centre half who who came in as a backup kind of thing. So my mates West Ham fan, and when he came, I went, "Oh mate, you got to, you got to play. a play. He's class. I you love him." With Dawson, and within I did, two honestly, games. No,
0: no. It. It, that's the thing with Dawson. It was funny because uh, I'm glad he didn't say anything because uh, about the stories and that because that it'd be a grass if he did. But <laughs> there was times in training ground where I'd be on him about stuff, and he just he'd do this like little like laugh, and then. Like he was like so strong, he just picked me up and put me over his shoulder, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's that. You could tell he wanted to like beat me up for a joke, but what what a geezer, honestly. Yeah. Like the two years we had together, and uh, when he when when he left, and he FaceTimed me, he was there, and it was a bit emotional, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. because of Europe and all that, and we'd spent so much time together, and. um at one point, it was it was a bit of a laugh because he, he kind of used me as his PA. At one point, I was a captain of the football club, and and um, he, if he wanted an hotel in London, or he'd say, "Mark, you know everyone, concierge. yeah, you just got like, all the yeah yeah, concierge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he's yeah, yeah. said, "Can I? I, I want to go to like a deer manor in Ireland, but their sound is fully booked. Can you sort it for me?" And I'm like, "He does that to me." I'm like, "He s-. does <laughs> that to me now." I'm not. They're gonna, not going to check. And anyway, I, I managed to get it sorted for him. I don't know how, but. He's like, oh, that's unbelievable. And um and then he rings me all the time to book him like stuff. I'm like, dude, oh, you need to hire a PA or something. He
2: must have a few of us on the go here, Mark. <laughs> Maybe, We're getting yeah. played here. Because he still does
0: it, like the Grove
2: Hotel in Watford and that. If ever he wants a little room there, he will get me to text the Watford, like the liaison
0: guy, and see if he can get I a I don't good know who's gonna
2: use it, Wolves though. Little weasel. Unless, Unless, I mean, no, 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 he'll
0: probably still ring me, to be honest. <laughs> but he's what well, honestly, he's, he for what he done for West Ham and um the performances he put in. Um and it was so funny, was we sitting when when he was he was playing so well and he was scoring goals and he scored against Leon in this, in the quarters or wherever it was and we was on the on the plane on the way back and uh, Ben Johnson was sitting there and all the fans had Ballon Dorsey. Ballon said, yeah, I love this. And it was all quiet and and O come out of it and like, it he went, Dorse, I actually think you might get nominated <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like sharp, John Jono. And he went, no, no, but I think there's fifty players I was like, Jono, shut up <laughs> But it was it was like it was so funny but he was playing so well yeah, do you was. know what I mean he was nearly getting in the England team he, was, get, he was getting talked about yeah. as getting into that England team weren't he and he'd chuck he'd, he'd chuck his body on the line we waited him in training because yeah, it would stand on your toe yeah. on purpose like just to be a knob you know what I mean and that was him but <laughs> uh, right anyway listen this good isn't good the
2: this isn't the Craig Dawson podcast yeah. though, right?
0: we're going to move it back to the Mark Noble
2: podcast one thing I did ask him about though was um, if for any people that you know they're into the social media and all that kind of stuff you might have seen pictures of Mark staying around after games clearing up change rooms genuinely clearing up change rooms and I was like Doris like is that a thing genuinely does he stay behind is he helping out with like the change rooms is he cleaning with the kit man and stuff and he's like yeah Fuzzy he genuinely does that like he treats everybody exactly the same as around the training whether it's like the canteen staff it could be the kit man it could be the boot guy anything like that and he says he's he's always doing that just making sure that West Ham wherever they go they carry this sort of we do things right standards that's incredible Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, because I, I I was brought up here, you know what I mean, and that, for me that's such a the young boys do it now here in the academy. The academy boys do it. Um, it's so important, like win, lose or draw. You know, like we lost we lost last year. We lost in a I think it was a ninety third minute goal to to Manchester United away. And um, Fozzie, you all know when when you go to stadiums around when you've played for so long, you see the same staff, don't yeah. you? Like you walk in at Old Trafford or you walk in. And it's always the same face on i like, how are you doing Mark? you're right and you even though you see them once a year but yeah, yeah, after yeah. ten years you sort of start having a chat with them and the thought that they go into the our dressing room after after losing one nil old Trafford away and our and our change room is spotless shows a lot of class you know yeah towards, does, yeah towards the club and um so it's it's a really big thing for me and um Long may it continue. It's, I think
1: it's it, it comes from the club captain. It's really, really important, and, and obviously we're sat in here in the academy now, and some of these lads, I'm sure, will go on and have a good career. Some of them, some of them won't. That's the reality of it. But they'll learn that, and that'll take them through, won't it? Of course, it? Yeah, and, and,
0: and my, one of my, one of my biggest things, that, especially in the academy, so I've got a real fondness of the academy, um, is that players leave here as better people mm. because. Not everyone's going to be a player. I don't know, one in a million is going to be a top player. But if they leave her as better people, then we've done our job.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair enough, Might isn't I know,
0: it? but what a legend. Right, um,
2: I've got some midfielders shirts next to me, all right? Some big boys, OK? Um, I just want your opinion on them. Say okay. what you want, OK? The right. first one we're going to go for here is um, Big Yaya Torre. What are we saying about this big man? What are your memories of him?
0: <laughs> not very not very nice ones <laughs> um, I think anyone uh, does do oh, that no he was a machine mate he was technically so good physically so good could defend could score yeah. he was a top top player and I always remember that, um, he used to when he used to call for the ball on the pitch he used to like he used yeah, to do yeah, that yeah, like yeah. a whistle kind of um, really yeah yeah and it, it was so obvious to me and when, you, when you're when playing against Man City and he has, he's having 150 touches a game <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> and you, got, you got that in your ear every two seconds is, is, but he is a top player and actually a really lovely guy he's a great, yeah, guy, great he? guy yeah
1: Ben guy. we did a shoot with him recently so Ben did a shoot with him and bear in mind he just retired and it was like a recreation of um, one of his goals so it was like right what we'll do Yaya is pay it off the rebound board and he's about 20, 22 yards yeah. out. Stick it in the corner or whatever. We'll take a few takes and uh, and so on and so forth. First one in off the post. And we were like, okay, well, that's that done. Just do another couple. <laughs> we just need a for a B roll. Just
2: for like, so it looks like he had Second a Second one, at goal. Least.
1: Third one, goal. Third one, he Fourth hit the Broke the GoPro. GoPro. That was
2: GoPro. In the corner, broke the GoPro. I'm thinking,
1: nah, what's up? We doing? were like, this is going to be a shit video, isn't <laughs> no, it? well, it was class. We were in and out, mate. It we're was in there great, for about yeah. 20 minutes, do gone, you know what? Then.
0: Because he was so sh- big and strong, people actually disrespected his technical yeah, ability. Right. He was like, he unbelievable. Was he was a yeah. force, were not he? That yeah, one season, he's I
2: think he scored about eight free kicks or ten free kicks joke. or something like that. Absolute joke. Uh, next one, big Sesk Fabregas. What we saying about yeah, this Yeah, so, uh,
0: mad with Ses, we, we played against each other as kids in, in uh, I played against him for Spain. Oh, wow. And um, we sort of continued playing each other for for 18 years, so, until he left and we had some battles on the pitch, but, um uh, mate, I loved him as a player. Yeah. What a player! Lovely. Way. Every 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 time you watched him play, he was different gear. And um, yeah, I played against him loads. He kicked me, I kicked him. But nice, um, uh, mutual, yeah, mutual respect. respect yeah, yeah, of course. And we'd always have a chat. And um, yeah, he's a it's a, like a genius when it comes to football. Genius.
2: Right, final one. This guy here, Declan Rice. <laughs> what are we saying about this one here?
0: <sighs> How long you got? Uh listen from the moment us he first trained with us as a in in pre-season one How old Celeb, have he would he have been there he would have been 17 i think okay, uh then.
1: maybe 16 actually because now 23 24 23, so 20, 7 years ago off. so you were like late 20s
0: yeah um i just thought oh my god like cuz i watched him play at Dagenham and Redbridge for the he was like under 16 or something at the time and i think he was just just growing into his body because you could tell technically he was top but he, he couldn't like really move yeah and then a year later he come pre-season with us and um, you just can't help but like he's just such a good kid do you know what I mean like he's always wants to laugh and he was shy at the time because it was his first pre-season with the first team and I sort of got him involved because I loved the way he was yeah and then I see him train, and I was like, fuck, he's going to retire me soon. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he, he was that good. And and I've always said, I've spoke so much about Dick, but I've always said that um, when you're a senior player and, and, and you're the captain of the club and you're like 34 and you've got this young pup coming through, and yeah. you can tell how good he is. And I'm sitting on the bench watching him and he's wearing the armband. There's a lot of senior players that will go, like, Quite hurt by that, do you e- know. Ego, yeah, gets in the yeah, way ego exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, I was just fucking, I loved it. I just loved watching him play and loved watching him grow into a man. And um, and I, 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 I just, think, I just think he's top class, mate. Everything about him.
2: That'll do, mate. I love that. That is world class. Um, before we move on, I've just got a couple more midfield questions. Right, settle the midfield debate for us, okay? Because this is the age-old: is it Gerrard? Is it Lampard? Is it Skolzy? Who's your favourite out of the three? and this is horrible isn't, isn't it horrible, this man. is like me trying to pick three of my
0: favourite goalkeepers of all
2: time but, like choosing but between Bob Van der you know like why,
0: look, uh, why it's so hard because like it, as much as they're three are the best ever but they're so different yeah, as well, yeah, well yeah, even yeah, though yeah, they yeah. play centre midfield do you know what I mean like skulls, plan to get skulls at Old Trafford or even at our place like you press and he just knocks it off like round the corner or five yards but uh, he does that four or five times and you think fuck that like, I ain't quite, doing that ain't again doing that yeah again. And then you don't do it once, and he turns, and it's a sixty-yard die to Giggsy or whatever. And then like they go one new up, and you think you've played well on match of the day because at Old Trafford you've had sixty touches, and then you watch match of the day, and the skulls just run the game, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no. it's, it's He yeah. it, it was like that, and then lamps. You just watch the ball for like one second, and it would score. Yeah, and there's so many times with West Ham. You think you've got him, and obviously I played a lot of the time holding midfield and. He just Lamps wasn't really in, interested in out anywhere within thirty yards of the box. Once he got in that distance, Came he was, alive, he yeah. was deadly yeah, when he yeah. like he'd get a shot off and he'd always hit the target, or he'd be tapping one in or scoring in the box, and it was a nightmare to play against. Nightmare. And Stevie G is. Uh, tsh- you could play him in any position on the pitch and he'd probably be yeah, the best Yeah, you probably player. could, to be fair. you really could. Mm-hmm. He? There's no weakness in Stevie G. You can edit, you can run, he can pass,
1: you can tackle. He ran like a racehorse, didn't he, he? He was yeah. a joke. Oh, he was strong, strong aggressive, aggressive. Joke. aggressive
0: yeah. as heck as well, wasn't he? I remember Greeny, we played at uh, Anfield once, I think we lost 4-1 or something, and uh, Gerard run through late doors and smashed one. Greeny got his hand to it, but it went in the net. And uh, <laughs> Greeny come in after, he's like... <laughs> He said, why don't we shoot like that? <laughs> <laughs> he, went, he nearly took my hand off. And you're like, because well, we can't, Keith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's just—he uh, was just all round one of the best in the world in that position. Yeah,
2: fantastic. Am I pinning you down on one or not?
0: <laughs> I, I just think for all absolute all round, it's got to be Stevie. Like, I just don't think. I think he's got everything. Yeah. I don't think there's a weakness there at all.
2: A total player. Yeah. I think if he I think
0: he'd probably win in goal, it'd be decent. Yeah, I bet he is as well,
2: showing off. Um and your all time favourite midfielder. All time Premier League history.
0: Uh Stevie. Stevie, love that. Yeah. Would love that, that change
1: if we said worldwide? No. No? Yeah. No, Steve, I don't think
0: on. so. Um I love the others, like Scalzi was like unbelievable. But I, I probably played against Stevie a bit more because I don't know why but it felt like I did but um yeah he was you got to say it up close and personal yeah, yeah. just how good he was
2: um right let's talk about the new role the new mark noble what you've moved on to next uh technical
0: director at West Ham what does that what is that what does that entail uh it's actually sporting director sporting but it director, makes sorry. no fuzzy it makes no difference i mean it's sort of a similar thing um i think i think everywhere around the world or in the u k People do it different. I was at I was at a conference the other day in, at the Premier League offices, and you had like all the technical sporting directors from uh, Premier League clubs. And uh, there's only a couple of us really that have actually played. You know, like you got Edu obviously at yeah, Arsenal, yeah. and you got uh, Francis at Bournemouth. And um, but for me, I wanted to do it my own way. I wanted to like like today we're here because first team are off today, so. Um, I want to come and train with the eight, under 18s. Uh,
2: when you say train, you mean actually train? Yeah, train. Out on the pitch. boots on. Yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> got my boots Gosh, on. Look, ready I to mean, go. We,
0: we have to have finished this in about half an hour because
2: yeah. he's going out on the training pitch yeah. at two o'clock. Because,
0: uh, look, for me uh, uh, at the football club, knowing that I can still train and, and play, that there's no better way to, to see wh- how good players are when, than when you train with them. Yeah. You can watch, but for me, being out there with the lads and, and and training and whether I'm a floater in the middle or whatever, um, I've trained with the, I've actually trained with young enough from a mix between 13s and 14s and uh 15s, 16s sometimes, uh, the eighteens today, 21s, because I feel like it's my job now to to know every single player to to the under twelves, you know what I mean? Because it happened it goes so quick and I for, you need it, like a five-year plan and you, I, I need to see who's coming through. And for me, it was a, a big thing that we, we, we actually let a few of the boys go in, in, in January, the young boys. Well, I say young, there was like 21, 22 mm. because you need to create a pathway for the 18s, 21s, the younger 21s because they're 15 points clear in their league and they're in the quarterfinal of the FA Youth Cup and we've got some real talented players. So... They're our next crop, and I need to to see them up close, I need to know them personally uh, and try and get them into our first team and uh, the ones we let go were great kids, um, really good players, but it's in a way you need to let them go and have a career because mm. so if they're not going to play here, they're not going to get minutes here you' just holding them back yeah, correct yeah. and and, it, and 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 for us. To to let them go and have a career, and obviously you know, for in, in all contracts, there's a, a lot where you stay in touch with the players and sell-ons and clauses and all that stuff. So we protect ourselves in that, but a player needs to play, mm. like a player needs to go and have games, and I'm, I'm I don't want to stop a young player from doing that. So uh, I've sort of took it personally that the transition from here, Chad will leave to to Rush Green with a first team train. I need to get as many players there to to there as possible, and me knowing them personally and training with them and seeing what they do. And while I'm out there, I can, I can give them pointers and, and talk them through things. Uh, it's, it's priceless for them because I've been on that journey. Mm. Uh, uh, I've, I've transitioned from academy to first team. Um, so in my eyes, there's, there's no better person in the world to do that.
1: I bet it's priceless for you as well because when you're looking at their development needs and p- potential loans and where... You, you're you in a position to say, you've trained with them, you Correct. know their game, and you can go, right, okay, this might be a good place yeah, for them.
0: Yeah, and what I'll do is, like this morning, I think it was like six o'clock this morning when the kids were up for school, um, I knew we were training here at two, so I, for, for two hours before I actually played nine hours of golf, actually, but for two hours I'll, I watched uh, one of our boys is on loan at Connor Coventry, so I watched his clips to see what how he played and and uh, what he was doing, and, and I'll speak to him later on in the week. Um, I'm going to do a bit of that after today with one of the young midfielders. So, look, sporting director is sometimes labelled as you, you get players in for the first team. Of course, I was I was at the training ground yesterday looking at, at players and um, and having my opinion on that. But um, there's no reason why I can't do it with the academy as well. I've never, I've never, honestly, I've never seen that before. Like a like a
2: recently retired, just end of last season getting in there involved to see it up close and personal. Because I, I agree with you. It's the only way you can really do it is when you're in amongst it and you can see it and you think, ah, oh, I like that. He, the little subtle like might be the looks, a little flicks, Correct. anything like that. Yeah. You and, don't and, and, see and he, from the side. Yeah,
0: exactly that. And, and there was two, two or three, I trained, I trained the other week with the under-16s. Uh, and, uh, it was like seven o'clock at night out there on the Astro. And there was a couple of young players that, I really, really liked, and that you could tell they was really clever and physically able. They both played in R 21s the other night against nice. Monaco. Yeah. So, and and, and they were, and they was fine because I could tell that technically and mentally they they was able to do it. Yeah. You know. So it's it's a case that uh, for, I, I wanna I wanna know the insides and outs of of every young player that's at the club and and uh, who's got a future here. I bet these young lads are shitting themselves <laughs> and Mark Noble turns up and he's yeah, around yeah. in midfield. Next I don't to tackle one. like I used to. It. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have a bit
1: of day to day with the um, with your old pals, like the first first team boys? Yeah,
0: yeah I was I, I was with the, I was there all day yesterday. I sat sat with the boys and spoke about the, the, obviously the Newcastle game and mm. um, obviously as a, as recently retired and got into the role, I've gone in. Um, I'm st- obviously I, was, I played with them six months ago, so it's, it, sometimes it's a bit awkward. Yeah. Um, but I still uh, I sit with him and have lunch and uh have breakfast and, and talk about players and, and the t- and uh, and uh the game against Newcastle on, on, on Saturday and um it's a case of it's a case of actually getting to know the new boys that have just come in. But being being there for the boys that like Deck, for instance, yeah. he's he's still young, you know, yeah. he's a he's a top top, top player, but if he needs me for anything I'm there, do you know what I mean? So um and then obviously just helping out the coaches the manager when when um when I need to um right i'm going to move it on I want to talk about promotions and relegations all right
2: so in your time at West Ham you've had a couple of both of them um I've had a Couple, I've had a couple <laughs> I've had quite a few relegations I've had a couple of promotions as well I'm actually the most relegated player did you know that Premier League history never mind don't I worry about gonna, it I wasn't going to bring it up <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to start with promotions alright because you've done it both through the playoffs I've done it through the playoffs once myself um, what are the roller coaster of emotions like because when you've played a, a long season a 46 game long season um, and then it all comes down to those final three games how yeah.
0: nervy is that uh Look, when it's over, it's the best. Yeah, it is. Do you know if what I mean? You can guarantee one yeah, way of doing yeah, it's, it is the best. going up through the playoffs, So we, when 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 we got relegated, I actually I had a double hernia operation under Avram towards the end of the season. So it was like it was killer for me because I couldn't actually affect anything. I yeah. was sat there watching and um and then obviously uh, all things changed. We Went down to the championship and uh, I had a lot of questions asked of me of what I want to do, whether I want to stay or when I want to go somewhere else and play Premier League football. And I was like, listen, I've got my chance at West Ham. I'm not just going to abandon them. The first thing saying goes wrong, you know what I mean? So I stayed and Big Sam come in and brought in some real experienced Premier League players. Um And to be honest, even though I wasn't playing in the Premier League, that year was so f- much fun because it must feel. our... Man City and yeah, just popping everybody everywhere. Yeah, like Whoa, uh, yeah, was, and we was to- uh, second or top with Southampton the whole time, and then Reading went on this fucking crazy run. Yeah, I think they won like ten games in a row or something. And it was like we kept drawing games because teams would come back, come to us, and sit back, and it was hard at times. And um, and then went up through the playoffs, and I think we was like we beat Cardiff five 0 on Agra in the first uh, in the first two games, and then we was fucking awful against Blackpool. We would already beat four 0 and four one in the league. But we was terrible. Um, but we won, so it, it, it don't fucking matter, does it? That really? feeling is incredible. Though, uh, it was it? unreal. Oh. And, and for I got married four days later, so oh. I went from from Wembley on on my stag do to Dubai, flew oh. back and got married. So it was like some some and, week.
2: And then contrast it then to the relegation. So like I say, we've we've all had a few of them. But just talk to me about. I just want to know, like, this because I've seen it up close and personal. I know what it's like when you're in a group of like twenty five lads or whatever, and. Things ain't going well on the pitch. People start to get proper bitchy, don't they? Yeah, People yeah. start to like trying to, it's him, it's him, it's him, it's him. It's a stressful time, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And the one, as I said, the one we did, uh, I, I, I had surgery and it was like, for me, it was even worse because I couldn't even train. Mm. I couldn't play and I couldn't be, a, I didn't feel a part of it, even though we got relegated. And But I said in my book, I said, it was kind of what the club needed at the time to Sort of refresh, yeah, get, reset, get, yeah, yeah, get yeah. get get rid of lo- a load of players and, um, and obviously B- Big Sam come in and was a massive massive factor in that. Um, but over uh, I, I, the rest of my career, I was lucky enough to play in the Premier League. But there was times where it was really close, and me as captain or uh, as someone that 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 was been at the club all my life, like. Daily, he was fighting battles. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like because as you say, you get players there don't really give a shit whether they go down or not. They think their agents are going to move them on, and um and I just like battling and trying to keep the team spirit together. And um and that's why I say when I finished my career, like I didn't have to do that anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like I was ringing players at night, like seeing if they was all right, how are they feeling, like constant. Really, do you know what I yeah. mean? And then you, um and then all, at the end of the season, when you stay up or you. You get the points and uh, and you're you're mathematically safe. Then it all becomes worthwhile, you know, the the hard work and the graft and um, and that's why them summers are so priceless. Yeah, that's a lot of stress and strain, though, you know. Absolutely. Honestly, it's something I I've never
2: I've never really been captain sort of thing, odd games here and there. But nah, that's not for like. Don't worry, I will be I'll be a voice in the change room. But that constant having to deal with that, putting fires out all over the shop, because the amount of politics that go on behind the scenes in football. Well, you're dealing phenomenal. with like.
0: Twenty-five different personalities yeah.
2: and egos, heavy egos. And Twenty-five right.
0: blokes, yeah. yeah. And in cu- and in, even cultures, and you got a, uh, yeah. you you sort of got to be like a politician in a way where you you know how to deal with, uh, and then you got to worry about your own game and like if you're not playing well, then somehow you need to uh, still lace up your boots every morning and yeah. go out and give everything. Do you know what I mean? And lead by example. So. um when I was finally landing in in, in the in the summer, uh, I was thinking God, like, I haven't got to do that anymore. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Someone like, else's problem now. Yeah. you captain now,
2: Declan, is it? Yeah. yeah, Declan's problem now. You deal with that. And one.
0: obviously, it's been a really tough season as well, isn't it? So like, it's, it's in a position we're in, so it was hard being being away and seeing the boys. I think obviously start this role till till the early January, so it was hard seeing seeing a difficult situation and I wasn't there to help out do you know what I mean I think
2: we we were talking about in the car actually on the way here that um, one of the things so like obviously 550 West Ham appearances you've been there for the best part of 20 odd years over those years you'll have seen players coming in the next big thing the new big thing they're signing in for a lot of money he's on 100 grand a week he's on this and that and whatever and they turn out to be flash in the pans and yet guaranteed they will always come back to you eventually and go come on Mark we need you to do a job now that's got to be a bit frustrating at times as well
0: <laughs> um, yeah, and I, y- y- there there is times where you think like do, does does the club or does that does it appreciate like what, what you, you do, do. behind yeah, the scenes it, yeah. like um, to to actually create a really good atmosphere at the training ground because I've always I always say like now even now what we lack in obviously at Rush Green in, in facilities because we ain't got facilities like Spurs or Leicester right? but we have to make up for in people so. How do I say like as as Doug said to you, like our chefs will come out after they've cooked for us, sit with us, have a cup of coffee, nice, and have a laugh yeah, and, yeah. and 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 then Shirley who who does all the like the plates and all that she will come out, and then Dan from the press guy would come and sit with us and we'd hammer him over saying that's been in the press you know like <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, it's yeah. like a big family, yeah. you know and that's how that's how it has to be, and that's the the culture I wanted- to create that um if say me. Dick and Chris are sitting there having a coffee and one of the sports scientists walks in and sits down on another table, like, come on, come sit with us. What are you doing, you lunatic? You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like that sort of thing. We'll so be part of the family.
1: I think, I think as well, it's like um like Ben said, every year you've got the, the best young talent coming in, the most expensive talent coming in from Europe and the rest of the world. And I think sometimes people, fans will get into a mindset of our uh, Rio Ferdinand, you know, 80 England caps, won seven Premier Leagues, or what whatever it is. Um and I said to Ben on the way up, to play in the Premier League, both of you, for as long as you have, and that many years, you've got to be some talent and, and some hard-working captain and, like, leaders, just for that long, for that longevity. I think people yeah. are underestimate how hard it is to, to stay that, yeah. to stay at the absolute top. Well,
0: well, I always say, like, people say to me, oh, my, I've heard people say, because you're a West Ham fan and you're a West Ham, you, you, you play... It's the biggest load of bollocks wow. ever. Like if you're not good enough, you don't play. you're gone, you know? And I yeah. I think it was like four hundred and fifty Premier League appearances I made that like you just you don't make fifty unless you're good enough. Yeah. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it don't matter whether you support the club or you're a good lad or whatever, if you're not good enough, like you, you just got like you're just gone, in Yeah. You know, you don't uh-huh. get a new contract or you go out on loan and um to to have the the longevity of I say like I think it's inside you because a lot of players have come have two or three good seasons and then it's like, what's happened to them? Like, flashing the pan yeah, mate. They, can't, I mean, they can't. Yeah. They can't. They uh, can't. How do I say it? Just keep replicating it. Yeah, but inside themselves, up, yeah. you know, like just keep getting themselves up for it. A drive, yeah, isn't it? That yeah, that desire to keep yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. So like, even if, if we'd lost four nil on a, on a Saturday, like obviously Saturday night I'd have the raving on and then. Like but Monday I was ready to go again. Yeah. Like we need to win on Saturday. Do you know what I mean? Like boots on, and not so much like hammering everyone, but leading by example yeah, of yeah. the way you train. And um, and it does like it does catch on for us. You would have seen it in teams you've played in where you think, mate, he's always at it. Yeah. Like you can't like break him down. Do you know what I mean? And that's for me. Whenever I've had players like that, I'm like, yeah, like I've got to do that today because yeah. he does it. Do you know what I mean?
2: Mate, there's sort of players. I've seen so many players throughout my career where. They might not be unless there's nothing to do with you. I'm not reference you here, but they might not necessarily be the most technical, gifted, all this kind of stuff. But you can rely on them like 110. Well, and that was like, that's why I, I played
0: it. so many games. Like for sure, I wasn't quick, really strong, or whatever. But I play. I, I put in a performance most weeks. Yeah, you, know you know what know I mean? What you're gonna and, get. Yeah, you know what you're going to get, and. Um, there was a few goalies I scored six goals past. So that ain't... That...
1: <laughs> one or two. One or two. We were I think talking about, only one actually. But... We were doing this uh, just before the uh, podcast started, weren't there? It was like you two were talking about the goals that you'd scored against Ben, watching them back. And I, I just can't get over how like it's like this like photographic Mate, memory of, everything. of who was everything, marking right? you. Who so was? like
2: he remembered everything so much and I went, oh, you scored five goals past me and then I was talk, telling him about the games and he went, no, oh, I scored two in that game and I went, no, you didn't. He went, yeah, I did. I scored two in that yeah, game. it was went a off. side volley? <laughs> it was a side volley and I went, I was like, I think you did actually yeah so we've had a look at it on YouTube he, did, he scored six goals me actually he did score six goals um, we're gonna talk, I want to talk about some goalies you've played with I want to talk about some uh, managers that you've played with um, first of all I don't want to do a No England talk because you've talked about it so much but there is a stat about this and I don't know if you know this one but there are only three players in Premier League history yeah that have played over 400 games but not received a call up to their national team do you know who them three players are
0: you, do you know this one I, I think I know one player go on Steve Bruce?
2: Nope. No.
1: Do you know what? I this is a good question. This is a really good quiz question. Sylvan
2: Distan? Sylvan Destan. That's
1: world class, by the way. How very, very, very yeah. good. Because I know he's like high up on the all-time prem appearances. I think he's like nuts, yeah, he is, yeah. ninth We're or seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So you're obviously one of them.
2: Uh, Sylvan Destan. Do you want to know the last final? <sighs>
1: Another clue You won't
2: get him. It's a good one though. Okay. Kevin Nolan. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Nolan. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that because we was. Um, me and Chris was having a laugh with him last year. Well, we didn't until... Because I, I think I, he was like... I can't remember what he was. And I overtook him. And we was counting down the games until yeah, I overtook yeah. him so he could say, Kev, look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you know Kevin been, Nolan,
1: he was a player. I hated it. playing against him. He was him. a bully. He was he a bully. A what I a player. Me. Every single... It was horrible. I, I yeah. said
0: to him, when he first came to West Ham, I said, mate, you're so lucky. He's like, what do you mean? I said, mate, you always score goals. Like, I run in the box, don't even come to me. Yeah. And then when I played with him, mate, honestly He's in the box every single time he's in there. <laughs> so and I, obviously, it was great for me because yeah. I used to get on the ball and play. And Kevin was like. I said, Kev, just get in the box because you don't. Yeah. He's finishing yeah, he's and he's a lot of timing, goals. and he was unbelievable, mate. Honestly. he creates goals for himself.
2: I yeah. like say he used to stand on me for corners, and I'm just thinking I can't move. Him. I remember what him can a, I can't move him. Generally. I remember
1: it when you were at Blues, and it, I can't remember who it was at the time. It might have been Bolton. I don't Bolton, know. It was, yeah. And I remember watching. I think I was like, "With your him dad and, and your brother, Davis. him and Kevin yeah, Davies." And I was up, going, "Who's oh. that?" Like, and it was it was yeah. Kevin Nolan. Like, just right. cool. he was
0: he was he was honestly he was he used to do this thing to me in training, and. Because we used to, we, because I, I was he was a skipper at the time, and I was I was uh, skipper when he didn't play, so we was never on the same team, because we have too much power in training over the ref or whatever. <laughs> so, Kev didn't really give a shit about like getting on the ball and playing and one twos and all that, but I did because I wanted to enjoy it. So, every training session. To at the end, when we, uh, we have a 5 0, he'd just come and stand on me, right? <laughs> Stop you doing all that. No, Fuzz, honestly, I used to like, I used to on the verge of saying, like, I'm going in. Because <laughs> what he'd do is, I promise you, he would come and stand on me and I could not get the ball. Like, you know, as I say, when he pinned you, but he was, <laughs> you he was so strong and big that I'd be moving, he'd just stand on me, so no one would like pass to me. And then my team would lose the ball, he'd like break off me, go and score or something. And as soon as we got it back, he'd run and stand next to me again. Right? <laughs> so, so, Spoiler. so we I couldn't get on the ball and play. Horrible. And I'd go, and I'd say to our assistant, listen, if he keeps it, I'm going in. I'm, I swear to God, I'm going in. And he's Get like, I can't, I, can't, you, I can't stop him. He's just playing I mean? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, brutal.
2: Um, I want to talk about some goalies that we played with then, okay, well, you played with. Um, I've gone through the list of them, like the mainstay goalies, the one that played quite a few games at West Ham. Um, I'm going to start it off with Shaka Hislop. Give me a rem- uh, what you remember of him. God, that was years ago. Uh, Jesus. Big Shaka. Yeah.
0: I remember once about... Sorry, not talk about Jack, but just with David James quick. I was a young kid coming through. (laughs) And uh, I think he'd made a mistake uh, the week before against the team. I can't tell who it's against for West Ham. And then I was in training. I was like 16 at the time. And I had a shot from like 30 yards, mate. Weak as piss. And he just picked it up. And uh, I remember him going to me, fucking hell, like, well, you've been playing too much FIFA. You think you can score from there? And you know, like it was just on the tip of my tongue, like just saying we chucked one in last <laughs> week. But he would have beat the shit out of you. Like, yeah, really? Yeah. You got Battered. Man. Oh, mate, battered. Got absolutely battered. I, and he's such a. I, I played with him in, a, in the. Um, he played in my testimonial, and he played. I played with him in the uh, soccer aid like, the other the other month, and he's he's still a madman, but he's a top guy. You know what
2: I mean? Mate, the, the first time I got in the England squad, yeah, David James was in there. I was fourth his goalie at that time. Um, we were doing a crossing session, and I crossed one in, and it weren't. Come and take it a nice height. It was like there in front of his face. Instead of trying to catch it, he just got his fist right and just pumped it away. And I and he was I, he was chuntering under his breath, fuming right. And I'm shitting myself. But <laughs> I just looked at the goalie coach. And he just sort of went, just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> mate, it was like a, he was like wow. he was a machine, mate. He so yeah, it was so scary. and when so I was so a scary.
0: kid, obviously traveling, I wasn't playing in the team. I was uh, young, like 16. Um, he used Ma- to drink about twenty-five cups a day. Oh. Uh, on the, really? C- t- cups of tea on the bus. Honestly, mate, I used to stand on my feet for like six hours making tea. <laughs> making teas back and forth. <laughs> don't happen anymore. That was right. it Shaka his? Don't do that wasn't
1: Shaka hislop? Um, I'm sure it was him. Who was like some kind of genius, like like the smartest footballer ever. Was? Or am I getting I that wrong? I don't know. I think I'm getting that wrong. I don't that. Know. I'm not sure. I he know, was a great.
0: He was a great, He was such a lovely man, Shaq. Yeah. Like a lovely man. Yeah. Really nice guy. Um, obviously a top goalie, but. I just remember how, 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 how nice of a guy he was because yeah, I, I was that. only young and yeah, I didn't yeah, really yeah. play of him much, but yeah. he was a top fella. Uh, Jesse Jaskelainen, Yussi. Yeah, Yussie, Yeah, we had him for I think it was four or five years. Yeah, good, he was, good yeah. work. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Um, I scored one of my first ever goals against him for Bolton. A volley now. back stick volley, um, and he come to West Ham and he was he was like, like oh, goalies he, are not, I don't know goalies are normally fucking mad, didn't they? You know, like they're always off their head and come out and. Like want the ball in their face and when they when hits <laughs> them, full in the face they're like love it you know it's weird um, and he was he was exactly the same as that mate like. just think of a shit I love it what a guy he's the nicest man in the world him by the yeah. way uh, Joe Hart another fruitcake <laughs> <laughs> like he's <laughs> he, he, he Harty will tell you this he was training at the stadium and um, he was doing a shooting session like just no the coach pings it out you have a touch and finish and, uh, and Deck was only, this is when, uh, so Deck must have been like young, eight, 19 at the time and he's had a touch and his Deck's got a lovely strike on him and he's whipped one and passed Harty <laughs> and he's gone, uh, and di- Harty died for it didn't get there and he's like, what a Harty one day son, like that, right? Oh. Yeah, and hearty went, Deck, you say that again, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> right, and so he's come back to Deck, he's missed one and then he's he's hit another one he's gone in <laughs> and he, I said, gone so yeah. And he went, he went, <laughs> yes. he went one day, Artie, like that, mate. And I swear to you, like, oh. Artie has just le- left him, sprinted across the pitch. Dex took off <laughs> down the tunnel. He chased him the whole way around London Stadium, like all the wind no. wind. Yeah. got him and beat him up. But it was like that. Artie was mad, mate. But he was—he was like such a
1: brilliant. You've got some good Artie stories, have not you? Artie's a, a tank, can do in some it. damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Artie's so on strong, mate. Honestly, so strong. Oh, yeah. I played
0: with him young at like, England age groups and all that, and he's just a, like a top fella yeah. but he's mad like they're all mad energy they, to probably. burn he's got too much
2: energy um, David Martin your mate yeah I love Dave Dave is. what a guy yeah, yeah. what a fella yeah. that, the, 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 my lasting memory of David Martin is when he actually ended up making his West Ham debut didn't he um, did he save a penalty did he as well against Chelsea or clean no, sheet clean one one shoot. nil. anyway yeah, it? One, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. his dad's in the crowd and he goes up into the crowd and he like, covers cries. his dad nice, yeah. Out yeah. so we made that an official day yeah like oh, really? yeah, yeah. West Ham. we made that dave martin day because um wherever for the uh, as soon as he made he he had, he had that game against Chelsea we could be talking about computers and somehow Dave would turn it around to talking about that Chelsea game. <laughs> you know, like it didn't matter where you was or what you talking about. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah, like so, what about when that Chelsea? <laughs> yeah, Dave, we're not even talking about that. Was
1: there like a, a running joke though? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah.
0: on on so on the uh, on that date so I think it's the 30th of November. We um that the night before I stayed longer after training and I had like 200 uh, photos of Dave printed out of. <laughs> him and his dad him and the moose you know, <laughs> like on the pitch crying and like his quotes and all that and stuck them all around the training ground and put a banner on the front gate and everything a proper day yeah, yeah, yeah celebrate Dave, it Dave Martin dad, that yeah, brilliant. and I text him like I text him uh, We, I actually I think we went for dinner uh, me, me and Chris and um we celebrated Dave Martin's day yeah. oh, that's Fantastic. nice I like that yeah. um, listen
2: I'm very aware that we're time's running out you have got training in about 17 minutes alright so we're going to rattle through oh, wow got... that's
0: gone quick I know it has it's yeah. always,
2: that's the way it goes sometimes when you're having fun give me some love about Lucas Fabianski please because for me he's one of the most underappreciated underrated goalie in Premier League history genuinely incredible yeah
0: like just so calm and brings a total calmness to the team I love this one of the, one of the, the, the how do I say like the most laid back but his attention to detailing in the way he does things is, like, honestly, he's a joke. Oh. He's he's a, he's a joke and couldn't couldn't be a nicer guy, you know. Like, and there's later. a lot there's a lot of goalies that like run out and scream and holler and shout at everyone and pretend oh it ain't my fault it's someone else's fault. But uh Lucas just just like it's just like just. Brings a whole, not even the team, the stadium. He's just like brings a calmness yeah, to like, like sixty thousand yeah. people. You know, like his big bare hands, got massive he, paws. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah he's, he's a he's a great man. He's an
2: absolute cat. Um, right, we're going to talk some managers, all right? Some of the managers you have played under. Did you know that you've had well, sort of eight managers, nine managers, but Moyes twice, obviously. So I'm going to just throw a few out there. I think quick. you're wrong. I think you're wrong there. But anyway, go l- on then, go on then. Who else? And, uh, so I've got Padu, Kirbishley, Zola, Grant, Allardyce, Bilic, Moyes, Pellegrini, Moyes.
1: Kevin Keane Kevin Keane Kevin
0: Keane that's why I knew you was wrong
1: yeah
2: 10 managers you've had alright <laughs> yeah. 10 managers 9 then Moisey twice right um, Alan Kerbishly Kerbs tell me he's a nice man please tell me yeah. he's a nice man
0: yeah he's an East London boy isn't he yeah. so he can't not be but yeah we had a great time together when we had great escape and um, uh, yeah top top fella we've got a lot, lot of mutual friends because of where we was brought up so yeah um, Gianfranco Zola was he as
2: good in training as what everybody talks yeah. about was he
1: yeah, best player time thing, and he's Made the manager.
0: Me, me and Scotty Parker asked him to come out of retirement <laughs> the of the <laughs> genuinely, genuinely. Yeah, serious. like, no, seriously, because he was, he was, uh, he was. We had a lot of injuries, and he was so good in training, mate. Honestly, like he was so fit, he was like ripped to bits, and uh, we were sitting around eating lunch one day. And I was like, Franco, why don't you just like just beat like come on for twenty minutes, yeah, like at
2: the end. Yeah, not? but he
0: was embarrassed by it, and I I played golf with him uh, a couple of months ago at the Dunhill Links. He was playing with Francesco Molinari. And um, we had like 18 holes together, it was beautiful because he's, he's top fella, yeah, legend, isn't he? Yeah, ledge. um, and Big Sam Allardyce because I've heard big, good, big things about Big Sam Allardyce, like proper man's man, yeah, yeah, just would hammer you, and then like you'd have a go back at him or whatever. And he, he loved all that stuff, you know, a lot of managers don't like, but we'd fucking end up arguing, and and then, um he'd come and sit next to you at lunch, and go, oh, you shoot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just, he was brilliant, mate, you know, but you knew where you stood with him, and uh, most of the time, and I don't mean this because he didn't want to do it, but you wouldn't see him till Thursday, and yeah. then Thursday, Friday, Saturday was these days, like, you, you yeah. knew what he was doing. Business and, time, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he'd come out with a cup of tea on a Monday or Tuesday, and watch watch the lads, but, he, he never really got involved. He knew. He knew when. He, he knew what his team was. And is he? Spent... Is he the
2: best manager you've had for giving you days off? Because I've heard yeah. that he was world class. At no, you,
0: because with Sam is, like, um, especially if it was like, I don't know, like uh, February March. If you'd have had a really good season, and like you'd go in, you'd go into a team meeting, and it would say to you right, and it'd come up on the board, saying, win today, you'll see you see your Thursday, oh. and like. Honestly, like that was a Saturday. So for the lads, that is like, you <sighs> never get that. So you'd come in Thursday, you'd win, hopefully, and like me and Kevin would be like, lads, listen, we need to be out it next three days. We win and then like we say like, Could be off again until yeah, yeah. next Thursday. And then like we'd win and we go, Boss, come on, see your Thursday. You go, Yeah, go on then. Oh, but I mean, like he would uh, but then if you lost, we lost against Arsenal once, like four 0 away from home. And he got on the bus at like, he made us wait like two hours after the game. Yeah, yeah. they do that sometimes, yeah, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's and so you like, get on. Nah, we like, oh, you know, like, we get on and he'd go, <laughs> you go. You just think you're funny, yeah. Like, see you at half six in the morning because you're gonna watch the shit I've just watched. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd have to be here at half six, and they'd put the <laughs> Arsenal game on, and we we get like thumped. They'd keep the ball for like eighty minutes and bloody hell. And then. And then, like, that would be over. That's your punishment. And then you come and sit in breakfast for you and go, fucking hell, you had one yesterday, didn't you? Like, it's just brilliant. Like, oh, I'd love from, from, to have played for Big Sam. Yeah, he was, he, was, he, he was brilliant, mate.
2: But I've got to say, what uh, West Ham are, like, pretty good with managers, to be fair. Like, say you've had, what, sort of nine, ten managers in your career at West Ham.
1: It's half a season for you, isn't That's,
2: it? Uh, like, in my last four years at Watford, I had seven managers. <laughs> 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 wow oh god Right, Um, seven yeah this is incredible right so mate listen we've got to move on we've got some quick fire questions to to finish the pod Um, brilliant no mate I swear we could have gone for absolute hours today Um, right Mark Noble quick fire questions they're not quick fire just answer them how you want mate Um, right any superstitions when you were playing football left boot first right shin pad none of that kind of stuff never really don't do it kids anyway it's rubbish you don't need no superstitions alright um growing up was always football, never gonna be anything else, never cr- cricket, rugby, anything like that. Never, always football. Didn't turn up for score if it was cricket or rugby. Yeah, solved that for a game. Um I was gonna say first football kick you were, but it's obviously gonna be West Ham. Uh, most competitive player in training you've come up against.
0: Oh, that's a good question. Most competitive in training I've come up against. Uh, Dorse has got to be in there, surely. Uh, Dorse just used to kick you for no reason though. Like I ain't competitive, <laughs> it's stupid. Um Scotty Parker. Oh, good. Yeah, mm. Scotty Parker. Very good. Um, what
2: would win in a game? A team of attackers or a team of defenders? Defenders all day long.
0: Genuinely? Genuinely. Explain. Because in training, you never you play five hour against defenders. You never win. Yeah, nice. Because defenders sometimes, especially now, they're technically all right. Whereas attackers just don't even fucking want to defend. So they just defend and then, yeah, always defenders, I'd say. Yeah,
2: I like that. That's yeah. a good
0: question, that. Um... Who is the best player in Premier League history? Wow.
1: How can you ask that? That's a, a question a heavy
2: <laughs> question. Mate, that's like... Some people just have it on history. their, like, good to go. Yeah. Premier, yeah, League Premier League history. Premier League
1: history, yeah, Well, wow. We'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that one, all right? Um, Secret talents? Any hidden talents? Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> How long you got? <laughs>
0: Have you tr- got a few, yeah? No, no. No, no not. Play any
2: musical instruments? like No. Not the banjo, right? <laughs> I, I don't get time for that shit. So we don't want to know if he plays the banjo, right? Leave that <laughs> <out laughs> I know that's it's I know, Yeah, right, it's yeah. a bit of a strange question. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't even think you meant that either. No, no, I didn't, you I didn't, didn't, I, didn't. Know, <laughs> I didn't Uh favorite superhero. <laughs> These are the questions people want to know, you know. These are the genuine ones. Favourite superhero?
0: Fucking no. I'm not really one for them.
2: Uh, not a Marvel fan, no. Not
0: really. Captain America, maybe. You don't, don't even know. mean that. You don't even know what I you're talking yeah, about. I it, just yeah? see it the other days. Watch it with my sons. Uh
2: The most famous person you've ever met? Oh.
0: Most famous person I've ever met. I don't know. What, what's class is famous now? You know what I mean? Like, uh All right, mine
2: is Nelson Mandela. That's a good one, isn't that's, it? That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's I, a really, I, really good I'm one. I'm not going after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know um, Tom any more quick fires
1: no I think we're good <laughs> we definitely should have sent that list of quick fire questions through <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any phobias that's a good one we like that one any phobias
0: uh,
1: rubbing carpet we around nah
2: I can't have it well, really? Like, like <laughs> yeah. a new carpet or old or morn or what?
0: I no, just like, you know, the feeling that. Like, oh, makes me feel good. I, I don't. That, no. ain't a, that ain't a thing. That ain't a thing. Well, it's, it is, clearly. Well, I don't like it. So, <laughs> yeah, if that was the case. I'd rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather you put a spider on me than do, do that. Nah. Yeah. I go. don't know. It's the only one I've ever, like, I just ate it. All
2: right, we're going, but quickly, all time favourite Premier League player. <laughs> Who is the best? Uh, Come on. All time Premier League player. What, the best? Yes. <laughs> all right, your favourite then. Come on, we'll tailor it that way. Gerard, yeah alright I'll take that yeah yeah alright I'll take that um, Mark that was world class thank you very much what a legend by thank the way thank you thank you so much my pleasure um, Mark's genuinely going out to training now with the 18s yeah look <laughs> he's, he's got his boots ready <laughs> Mark you're the man honestly uh, up the
1: Foscast. up the Foscast. have a good training session geez. Yes, all worries. the best mate thanks everybody for watching we hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the Fozcast don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify up the foss